This is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Today we are going to the book of 1 John. If you have your Bibles or your Bible apps, or reach out for one of the Bibles underneath the racks in front of you. And please, uh, open up the Word of God to 1 John chapter 4. And as you are finding that wonderful chapter concerning love, uh, let me provide for you a, a little bit of a, a background as we read and dive in and learn about this, this word. 1 John chapter 4 is, is the address. Hold on to your uh, Bible places. There was a boy and a mum, and the boy was always very ashamed of mum. The mom had a disfigured face, disfigured hands. She wasn't too beautiful in the eyes of him because she had third degree burns all over her face and her body. So the boy said to the mom, don't come to my school play, don't come to my sports games, just stay at home mom, I'm, I'm, I'm a little bit ashamed. And the mom, lovingly, went with the son's advice and did not go to the games or the plays and she just loved on the son and when the son became of age 18 years old the mom sat with the son and said this honey when you were a baby there was a big fire in our home and for me because I love you I wrapped you in my arms and I escaped the fire. The problem was, the fire got to me. But the fire didn't get to you. And that's okay, son. And I got three degree, third degree burns on my body. And the boy began to cry. Can you imagine that moment? Can you imagine that feeling of all this time I've rejected and been ashamed of my mom at her disfigured face and hands? And all along, all of her disfigured face and her hands was the reason because she loved me so much that she protected me from that fire so that I could have life and I could be in plays, that I could play sports, that I could be a person that's going off to college. Do you recognize, can you imagine with me the love, but also the sadness in the son's heart? So the son says to the mom, Mom, why didn't you tell me this earlier? She said, well, son, I wanted you to be able to come of an age that you would understand what love really is in a mature, deep, substantial way. How do you think the son would have responded for the rest of his life towards his mother? Would he have been a good son? Gratitude. Do you think so? Gratitude. Gratitude, yes. The response from a person that has received love in that kind of way is a heart of gratitude, a heart of honor, a heart of reverence. And we find today John is writing this wonderful letter. And he's writing to, let's say, a mature group of people. So as we read this, every time the word love comes up, 
Can you remember that son and the mom? The mom with the disfigured face, the mom with the disfigured hands, and the love that the mom had for the son. Will you just bring that up in your mind as we read this? Will you do that with me? Please rise as I read God's word. 1 John 4, verse 7 to the end. Dear friends, or beloved, let us love one another, for love comes from God. Everyone who loves has been born of God and knows God. Whoever does not love does not know God, because God is love. This is how God showed his love among us. He sent his one and only Son into the world that we might live through him. This is love. Not that we loved God, but that He loved us and sent His Son as an atoning sacrifice for our sins. Dear friends, or beloved, since God so loved us, we also ought to love one another. No one has ever seen God, but if we love one another, God lives in us and His love is made complete in us. We know that we live in Him and He in us because He has given us of His Spirit. And we have seen and testified that the Father has sent His Son to be the Savior of the world. If anyone acknowledges that Jesus is the Son of God, God lives in Him and He in God. And so we know and rely on the love God has for us. God is love. Whoever lives in love lives in God. And God in Him. In this way, love is made complete among us so that we will have confidence on the day of judgment. Because in this world, we are like him. There is no fear in love, but perfect love drives out fear. Because fear has to do with punishment. The one who fears is not made perfect in love. We love because he first loved us. If anyone says, I love God, yet hates his brother, he is a liar. For anyone who does not love his brother, whom he has seen, cannot love God, whom he has not seen. And he has given us this command. Whoever loves God must also love his brother. This is the word of God. Thanks be to God. You may take a seat. Father, we come to you in Jesus' name, thanking you for the presence of your Holy Spirit among us. And Father, we ask you to reveal the mysteries of your love to us today. Give us ears to hear and hearts to receive. Father, we depend on your Spirit to teach us, to guide us into your truth. And may the truth set us free this morning. And Father God, Thank you for loving us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. This love that John is talking about is agape love, which you all know as unconditional love, correct? It's kind of that love the mom had for the son. It's sacrificial. It's not self-seeking. It's always others-centered. And we are grateful to be able to be recipients of this love. Today I want to share with you three, three points that are very essential. All in love 
comes from God. And all in love means agape love. All in love, second point is for one another, and all in love drives out fear. As I was praying to end our series of All In, we've been preaching on this series of All In, living an all-in life for God, being in total surrender and commitment and consecration to God. I prayed, Lord, today's the final day of this series. Where would you like us to hear from you? And he led me to this passage in 1 John chapter 4. I believe God wants us to anchor our hearts and our minds upon his love. Agape love, an all-in kind of love. So let's dive into the first point. All-in love comes from God. We recognize in verse 7, 8, and 9, look with me. Verse 7 says this. Dear friends, let us love one another, for love comes from God. This divine love comes from God. It does not come from any other entity. It comes from God. Let's look at verse 8. Whoever does not love does not know God because God is love. Wow! He is love. And then verse 9. This is how God showed His love among us. He sent His one and only Son into the world that we might live through Him. Do we know that God loves us today? Do you know that God loves you? The many times that I have conversations with our people and the people beyond our church walls, I say, do you know God loves you? And they say, well, um, yes, but I, I didn't read my Bible this week. I, I'm not really good at praying. And I'm... I, I, I've never like evangelized to anyone, so I just don't know if I kind of hit that mark. All of you know that my son Leo is uh, is going to be three soon, and I can't believe it. I'm going to be a, a dad of a three-year-old. Uh, God help me, and God help him. <laughs> but if if my son said to me. Dad, you know, you don't love me because I don't do my chores, I don't pick up my toys, and I, I, I don't do potty that well because he makes some mistakes. You know, he's doing training right now. <laughs> if, if he says, I just don't reach those things, so you can't love me, what would I say to him? I said, son, I love you, son. It's okay to make mistakes on the potty. It's okay that you don't clear up your toys. I love you because you my son. And it's as if God is telling us this morning, yes, it'd be great if you read your Bibles every day and meditated. It'd be great if you prayed and it'd be great if you evangelized. That's all good. But that behavior will follow after the belonging has taken its place. That you belong to God. That I belong to God. Let me confess. Do I read the Bible every day and pray? I try, yes. Why? Because I'm a minister of the Lord and I love the Word and I love praying. But are there days where I forget? Yes. Does that mean I've been cut off from the love of God? No. 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 Do you know what I do? It's like this. I fall over and I'm like, oh, I fell over. Oh, that hurts. Jesus, take my hand. And I come back to my place. 
of resting and, and reading and learning and praying, and I keep going. I want to encourage some of you today, keep going in your faith. Just because your Bible reading plan is behind 63 days, don't give up on your Bible reading plan. Keep going, pick it up again. Just because you've felt like your prayers aren't being answered about your son or daughter or grandchildren or relatives, and you've given, don't give up. Keep going. Say, Jesus, hold my hand. Because he loves you. He loves you with an everlasting love and, and His love is so rich and pure and righteous and holy and nothing can separate us from the love of God for those who have received Christ into their hearts. And what a joy that is. But listen to me, the behavior will follow when the belonging is set in place. Do you belong to Jesus? Yes. yes. Amen. So don't fret about, oh, I, I do this or I don't do this. Let that be for a while. Be settled in your belonging to Jesus. I'm not, I'm not saying that this behavior, the good behavior, the holy behavior of Christ followers is bad. I'm saying, but that's good. I want to be more like Christ every day. But if you're not anchored in the belonging to Jesus, then this all becomes, look at me. I'm a, I'm a holy, stiff-necked person. <laughs> Oh, you, oh, you of little faith. You know, you point fingers at other people. You, you begin to become judge of their lives when God is the only judge. Correct? Yes. When our call is to love, you begin to point fingers. Please. I mean, that's just... That's, that's not nice. And in the eyes of God, that's not nice either. So let me bring you back to that place of belonging because all in love comes from God and He offers it freely through His Son, Jesus Christ. In Romans 5.8, we realize this, that the Paul writes, that God demonstrates His own love for us in this. While we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Can you even imagine that? We were still sinning against Him. We were going our separate way, but Christ still died for you because He loves you. I've, I've made it a, a ritual just for me, not for you, just for me. Three weeks ago, I said, I'm going to write a letter to my son Leo every, every Friday. And it's been three weeks. And guess how many times I've written the letter? Twice. Okay, so I've, I've missed one. I'm going to catch up. Jesus, hold my hand, you know? <laughs> now, why do I write this letter? I, I, I write this letter because I want him to know that whether something happens to me or God calls me home or, you know, I, I want him to know that Dad loves it, right? So I've been writing this letter. Uh, and let me kind of... Can I share this letter with you? Yeah. Is, is it okay? Do you have permission? Oh, it's on but I'm not going to I'm writing in Korean, right? And after I finish the letter, I'm thinking, this boy is growing up in the States. Will he ever be able to read this Korean? And I share this with my wife, honey, maybe you won't be able to read that. And she says, we have Google Translate. You know what I'm saying? And I, I'm writing, I'm writing, oh son, I, I love you, and you know, dad, 
Dad wants to be there for you every time you fall over and hold your hand up. And Dad wants to be there to hug you every time somebody says a nasty thing at you. And Dad wants to be there. But you know what, son? Dad is limited. Dad can't be there every time for you. So, listen, son. There is a person that I want you to know so desperately. And his name is Jesus. And Jesus will be there every time you fall over. And I want you to stay close to him, son. And as I was writing this, just this last week, another letter, my second one, and I'm working on my third one. Uh, and I'm, I'm just writing this, and I, I just get this vivid picture in my head that as I'm writing, God is impressing upon my heart. Elisha, if you love your son so much, how much more do I love you as my son? How much more? Everyone say with me. How much more? And it blew me away. I sat on that park bench and I covered my face and I cried. And I looked around and just, this Asian guy, you know, just sobbing. Thank you, God. Thank you, Daddy, for loving me. Because this pure love, only love comes from you, and you've given it to me through your son, Jesus. And I'm filled with your spirit, and tears fell. How many of you love your children and grandchildren? Yes, you do. You probably love them way better than me. Listen, how much more does our Heavenly Father love you with an intensity, with an intentionality, with a commitment to lead you and guide you through all the ups and downs of life, on through eternity. I believe in the resurrection. I believe that He will come again. I believe in the name of Jesus. That's the song we sang this morning. So therefore, all in love comes from God. Secondly, all in love is not just for me, it's for one another. All in love is for one another. So uh, we have read that John is telling us because we've become a mature believer in Jesus Christ. And for those who are beginning your stages in your faith, this is the goal. Amen? Amen. To love one another. How, how do we define that love? How do you understand it? Oh yeah, I, I love you. I love you, Mom. But you could also say, I love pizza. <laughs> what kind of love is that? Right? When, when God tells us to love one another, this isn't just a frivolous, superficial kind of, yeah, man, I love you, man. Whatever. You do your thing, I do my thing. It's not that kind of love. It's a love that is so embracing it's a love that is so giving. It's a love that would even sacrifice your own benefits so that they might be advantaged. I like to put it this way. We like to disadvantage ourselves for the advantage of others. That's the kind of love God is looking for. So do we have the capacity to do that? Any of you? Help me out. Alright, I need to look for you guys. <laughs> That's the key. We do not have the capacity to love in that deep, substantial, intentional way. Only God provides that. 
So how do you receive it? Well, let me tell you a story that might illustrate this well. There was a young man who really fell in love with this beautiful lady, and this beautiful lady wanted nothing to do with him. <laughs> it sounds like my story of loving Sarah. Okay, I'm not Eventually she came back. <laughs> so this man wrote a letter to the, the lady saying, Oh, I, I really, I just have these feelings for you. So he would uh, just give the letter uh, through a, a messenger and said, just, can you just give it to her. And so he would write every day. And then the intensity grow that he would write every every meal, okay? Breakfast, lunch, and dinner, writing notes. In the end, it's a happy ending. In the end, the woman opened her heart. And she got married. Not to the person who wrote the letter, but to the messenger. <laughs> now, <laughs> poor guy, you know? How do we be filled with the love of God? We intentionally come to Him every time and say, God, I need you. God, I, I don't even have the words. I'm going through a loss of a loved one. I don't have words. God, I need you. You come to Him. Is that so difficult? I'm coming to you with this grief. I'm coming to you with this pain. I'm coming to you, God. So that I can love one another. So that I can love and obey the word that you have given to us. So we recognize in verse 7, verse 11, and verse 12, John is saying, love one another. But it's not your love. Your love will always fail. <coughs> because you are limited. But God's love will never fail you. Amen? Amen? So accept and embrace. And keep coming to Him. Keep coming to Him. With prayers. Keep coming to Him with, with grunts. Okay, guys? Just grunt. Oh, Lord. Lord. I don't know how women do it. But guys, we grunt. Oh, you know? Just, just come to Him. Jesus, come to me, all you who are weary and heavy laden, and what does he promise to give you? Yeah. Rest. My goodness, we live in an age of so much busyness and stress. And this week I've been learning how to rest. See, my capacity to run is, let's say, about five. But I've been running at a speed and a capacity of like 12. So I've been really running hard. Really running hard. And guess what? God's asking me to slow down. Yeah, so guess what? I've been slowing down. And by God's grace, I feel rested. I feel energized. I feel like there's a, there's a second wind that my, my own motivation doesn't get ahead of what God wants me to do. God is wanting us to love others from a place of being loved. Now to point three, all in love. This agape love drives out fear. In verse 18, can you, can you uh, look with me? Verse 18, what does it say? There is no 
fear in love, but perfect love drives out fear because fear has to do with punishment. The one who fears is not made perfect in love. And I pray that this word reads you this morning, reads you, that you don't read it, but the word reads you. Do you have fear in your life this morning, anxiety, pressures, worries? Okay, then we need love, God's love, the all-in love of God. I did some digging in the original Greek, fear is phobos. Does that ring a bell? Phobia? Yeah, we, we get it from there. And this phobos is a, a panic flight. So when you're in panic, you, you kind of try to hide. It's a fear, it's the causing of fear, terror, and dread. So this is what I found hopeful. Phobos has a lot to do with withdrawing and separating from the Lord. And I hope this is hitting you because I'm going to say it again. Phobos, this fear is withdrawing and separating yourself from the Lord. When you separate yourself from God and His will, then you will have fear, in other words. When you step away from the will of God, you will have fear. Why? Because you're going at it all by yourself. But when you step in to the will of God, when you embrace intimacy with God, all fear is gone. Because His love will envelop you. <coughs> Basically, all in love comes down to this. It's a relationship that God wants to have with you. And from that place of relationship, you begin to love others. Today's Mother's Day, I recognize that. And for me, my testimony is that I have a wonderful mother who uh, raised me and I have a wonderful spiritual mother who has nurtured me for the last 10 years. And I wouldn't be where I am without the love and care and the challenge, challenges that they've brought to me so that I can grow. If you are not being discipled by someone, you need to go find someone to disciple you today. Pray for that. If you're not walking with a group for accountability, if you're not plugged into a church, into a community of faith, I encourage you to do so. So what's the application of today's word? Three things. We need to pray for this all in love for us, okay? We need to pray for that. How many of you pray every day for, God, I need... I need a new car, or I need this brand new house, or I need this, I need that. I need to get good grades. You know, I want to make a team. I, I need this. I, I want this God. I, I just have to have this God. How many of you pray like that? It's okay, don't raise your hands. We don't do, you know? But how many of us need to pray for this agape, all in love, to fill us? In other words, for the Spirit of God to fill us. So this is my challenge to you. Pray for all in love. Second of all, repent that you didn't do the first thing. Because when we come into relationship with God, we cannot help but become like Him. There's no other way to it. There has to be some kind of transformation. 
if you get hit by a Mack truck, something's going to happen to you rather than what's going to happen to the truck. Something must change. And that is repentance. You go one way, it's the wrong way. God, by His kindness, convicts you, so you turn and come back to the cross. Easy. Some of you have this odd idea that I have to cry tears and all this snot has to come out. And <laughs> that may be good. That may be good. But even right now, today, you sit where you are, or you even come, and you stand before the cross, and you say, God, I repent. I recognize through your word that I have not been living the life of all in love. So help me. And the third thing is to forgive those who have harmed you, who have hurt you, who have gossiped against you, who have slandered at you, who have backstabbed you, who took your parking spot at Costco. Whatever person that has hurt you. Forgive them. Don't hold on to it. Let the forgiveness of Christ, let the love of Christ flow through you because that will free you to become more like Christ. So this is my challenge to you. Pray for all in love. And repent for not praying that. Saying, God, I'm so sorry. Yeah, I mean, a nice car's good, a big house is good, and getting on the team is good, but I've lost my focus on what is really, really important to you and to me, which is all in love, agape love. So let's repent and say, Lord, I'm coming back. And if the Holy Spirit reminds you of some other sins, repent of that too. That's a good thing. That's a good thing. Repent for the kingdom of heaven is near. That was Jesus' message. And I'm not preaching fire and brimstone at you. I love you. The whole reason why I study this and pray through this, even through you know chest pains and numbness on my face, I, I love you so much. I love you and I pray. God, what's the message you have for your people this week? Because I want to give you fresh bread, fresh manna. And I love you guys so much. And I don't want you to go astray and find out the consequence of sin. Because after sin gives birth, it gives birth to what? Death. But God today is wanting you to come on that road of life everlasting through His Son, Jesus Christ. Put your faith in Jesus and let His love abide in you. Let's pray. Father God, Your servant is weak, but You are strong. And Father, Your Word does not come back void. Whether we have actively listened to this, or not, I trust and believe that the living Word of God will transform hearts and minds for healing, deliverance, and salvation. So I give you praise in advance for the abundance of your love sprouting in our hearts. Help us to live the way of love because we understand that love comes from you and that we are called to love one another and help us, oh God, to drive out that fear that is crippling us from destiny. We love you. 
and thank you for loving us first. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen.